Leaders typically see the problem first and they solve it first. If people around you see it first, you aren't the leader, my friend. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi-six-figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Entrepreneur Podcast. Today I'm talking about influence and leadership. It's actually one of my favorite topics to talk about, and yet I haven't really talked about it much on this podcast, but I think it's really important to spend at least an episode talking about this. I know as entrepreneurs, we sometimes don't think about leading others, especially if we don't have a team. Maybe we have a virtual assistant. Maybe we have somebody who is helping us and we've outsourced in some way, or maybe we don't. Maybe you're newer and it's just you. But wherever you are in in your business, if it's just you, you still have to lead yourself and you also still have to have a level of influence to where people trust you enough to buy what it is you're offering. And so especially if you have a team, You want to have a level of influence and leadership in order to to lead your team, in order to communicate with your team. This is something that I really became passionate about when I stumbled into network marketing and literally grew a team of 35,000 people, which was never the goal. It's never what I actually thought could be possible. But I came into network marketing, this shy, introverted woman who was in the corporate world and didn't want to have a managerial role, didn't want to have a leadership role. I put my head down at meetings and prayed that people wouldn't call on me because I didn't want to give my opinion. I literally wanted to go to work and come home. And so it was pretty humorous that I became a leader in network marketing. And I had to really quickly understand what that meant. And it was through a lot of trial and error for sure. But I quickly became really passionate about learning everything I could about leadership and influence. I wanted to excel in it. I wanted to do a really good job at it. And I had really good examples of leadership and I had really poor examples of leadership. And I knew what I didn't want, but I also knew what I did want. And so I was able to really create my own definition of what leadership was to me. And ultimately, leadership is influence. Influence is the power to have an important effect on someone or something. And so it doesn't really matter if you're a leader of a company or a team or you have a team of employees. You can be a parent and you need influence or leadership. 
You can be a party of one entrepreneur and you need leadership and influence. Leadership is important because everyone needs it, whether it's in parenthood or business. So think about areas of your business and life where influence is important. So people buying a service or product from you, people following you online, people respecting your opinions, people are more apt to refer you to others if you have a level of influence, right? And so it doesn't really matter whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else or you have a team. Everybody needs a level of influence in some way. And so I want to just talk really briefly about some qualities of people who have influence and how you can make sure that these are showing up in your life, no matter where you want to apply them. And so the first one is integrity with people. So statistically, 71% of people say that it's the most important quality of a leader which would mean that betrayal is what causes a breakdown in influence, right? And so sometimes you've heard a crisis creates a leader, right? Well, no, actually a crisis reveals the leader. And I've witnessed this so many times where it's like, that's where, that's where you shine. You either shine or you fail. Like when, when times get rough is really where how you show up matters. And People will watch how you handle situations, which can, which can sound stressful. And believe me, it is. I've been in those positions before. But I will tell you, I have grown as a person because of them. So integrity, really honestly, being honest and full of integrity with what you do and what you say and how you communicate. Do what you say you're going to do. The next thing is nurturing I think this goes without me having to give a whole lot of information, but leaders and, and people with influence, they, they come from a place of service. They aren't there for their position. The, nurturing people doesn't mean needing people. Don't get that confused because that's codependency. It means you're committed to them. It means loving people. It means lifting people to a higher level. There is a difference between nurturing and enable. Please know that. <laughs> Enabling means basically doing things for other people, not letting them sometimes fall and learn the lesson and get back up. And so nurturing is saying you can do it. I mean, think about this in parenthood. How many times do we prevent our kids from actually failing because we don't want them to get heartbroken or we don't want to deal with the repercussions? I mean, it's the same in business. Sometimes we have to do that, but it's it's truly nurturing that teammate, that employee, or yourself in those situations. You know, leadership or people with influence, they have faith in people. They have a high belief system in people around them. They, and you know, people can feel it. You can feel it when people have faith in you, right? One of the most awesome things that I learned early on in leadership training is that really strong leaders speak to people's future identity. And what that means is that you're able to have conversations with people who aren't where they want to be yet, but you speak it as as if it's going to happen. So if someone is really striving to meet a certain goal, maybe that goal is 
they really want to make six figures in their business or they really want to complete this project. They're not there yet. You speak as if it has already happened. Not if it will happen, as if it's happened. It's going to happen. It's not a question. And so really powerful leaders will speak to people's future identity and saying, I cannot wait to see when this project is done. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to the end of the year when you show me your tax return and it shows, or your taxes and it shows that you've earned six figures. I cannot wait. I'm going to be in the front row clapping for you because you absolutely are going to do it. Another great quality of leaders or people with high influence is that they listen to people. They're not the ones who are always talking. They're the ones that are typically listening. So you get to ask yourself these questions. Do I allow the speaker to finish without interrupting? Do I listen between the lines for subtext? Do I actively try to retain important facts? I'm really, I struggle with this, you guys. I have a hard time like listening and remembering all the facts, but it's an area of really strong influence for people. Like they are able to regurgitate it back to them. And it's just, it's magical when that happens to you. When, you know, you're writing messages, do you listen for or set down the key facts and phrases? Do you repeat the details of the conversation in order to get everything right? It really shows that you're paying attention. Do you tune out distractions when you're listening or are you on your phone? We're all guilty of that, right? Do I make an effort to seem interested in what the other person is saying? Listening is a huge, huge area of leadership. No matter what, no matter who you're leading, no matter who you're, you have that influence over. Another trait is understanding people. In order to understand the mind, you look at what they've already achieved. In order to understand the heart, you look at what they're dreaming about. So are you curious enough to figure that out? So the first five are actually about your attitude, if you didn't notice that. It's literally your attitude. It's your mindset. The next five are going to be about action, things that you can actually do. So enlarging people. And what I mean by that is you look around at people and you see if they're growing and it matters to you if they're growing or not. You, you are able to notice when people are plateauing. So when you grow people, you grow an organization. You're able to add value to others. Are you building for people to add value to you though or for you to add value to them? There is a difference. If you do it to help you, it's going to be really short-lived. But if you do it to help them, you won't ever get tired of doing it. They'll always come back to you and add value to you. Leaders and people of influence navigate for people. Leaders typically see the problem first and they solve it first. If people around you see it first, you aren't the leader, my friend. You aren't the leader. Now, sometimes situations come up and we don't see it first, but leaders typically are paying close attention to know what the problem is and they're already actively working to remedy it. They're already actively working to take care of it, to fix it. They're the problem solvers and they share solutions. 
You know, the goal is to bring people with you, not to finish it yourself. And so it doesn't mean that you are doing it alone, but you do it together. I've also been in situations where we, uh, I, in network marketing, just to be completely blunt, um, problems were brushed under the rug. They were not shared with people. And in some situations, that was the right decision. But in other situations, it was the wrong. And it was literally hiding information. And it would have been better just to come out and say, here's the situation. Here's how we're going to work through it. Right? That's a, that's a sign of a really strong leader. Another thing is connecting with people. Having the ability to connect is the missing link with most people in leadership positions. People assume that it's the responsibility of, 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 of the other people to connect with them. And that's where they get it completely wrong. Empowering people means actually seeing the potential of an individual and saying words sharing your belief with them and others. And oftentimes we, if you're able to do that in a public forum, whether that is a shout out on social media or it's a shout out in front of the entire team, it's just amazing. I, I, I love, I love doing this. I I really do because it's also what I love receiving. So it's getting people to believe in themselves. That's really what empowering is. And if literally, if you could just see people the way that God sees them you'd be amazing at the pe- at the potential in people i remember when i learned that concept that if you believe high in people there will be people who disappoint you but most will help you to the top it's more about helping people get to where they want to go because together it helps you all get to where you want to go you guys 90% of people don't even know what they have inside them They don't even know what's possible for them. And when there's somebody, a coach or a friend or a mentor or a colleague who is able to identify that in them and speak it and call it forth, it's magical. And so those are just some qualities. I mean, there's tons of qualities, but I wanted to spend some time and share those with you. And you get to see where you fit in those and where they would apply in your business, in your life, maybe your parenthood. But the bottom line that I want to say is that influence is really important in all areas of life. And we all need to be striving to be stronger in these areas. And those are just some of the areas that you can start with. So hopefully this helped with you today. And um, I hope that you take these nuggets. If you resonate with any of these and you want to chat with me about them, I'm at Elizabeth Laconi. On Instagram, you can send me a DM or just share this episode in your stories. Tag me because I'm sure there's somebody out there who needs this message as well. So have a great week, you guys. Hey, friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Lacone.